You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we have Tim Swartz as our special, very special guest co-host, as opposed to being just special. Paul Dale Roberts is our guest this week on the Paracast. And before we learn about his paranormal studies background, I wanted to ask him about his background, how he got to the paranormal. And at one time in the distant, distant past, Paul, you were a dancer? Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, if you Google Paul Dale Roberts Disco, you'll actually see some of the pictures and news articles when I was the Disco King in Sacramento. And you're probably wondering how I got to that point where I was a dancer. And when I was 18, I went into the Army, and I was a military policeman, and I was stationed in Germany. They had a thing called the Khaki Mafia, and they were doing everything from drug distribution, prostitution, black marketing, you name it. So they needed some MPs to work undercover. So when I interviewed for the position with the drug suppression team, CID, Criminal Investigation Division, you had to be somewhat streetwise. You had to be somewhat cool. And I guess I qualified. And before I knew it, I was working undercover in Germany. And I was wearing civilian clothes. I grew out a beard. I pretended to be a soldier who got out of the service and stayed in Germany and became a drug dealer. And so I was buying drugs, working undercover, and testifying at Article 32s and court-martials. While I was doing that, I was hanging out at discotheques because it was very popular in Germany. I would watch the dancers, and I started picking up on the moves, and I was very proficient with it. When I got back stateside, my very first job was with Arthur Murray's, and I was doing some dance contests, and I was winning the dance contest. And then one day, a DJ by the name of Bill Lawley came up to me and says, Paul, you have a lot of energy. You ought to do a Guinness Book of World Records on disco dancing. So my very first tryout was 72 hours, which is about three and a half days. And it got a lot of publicity. With that publicity, somebody in South Africa went and got 189 hours for the Guinness Book of World Records. So the newspaper people, they came up to me and they said, hey, they say, can you beat this guy? I said, yeah, I'm going to do 205 hours, which is eight and a half days. And that's what I did. I did 205 hours, eight and a half days for Easter seals. I had the Guinness Book of World Records for one month. And I was featured in Ripley's Believe It or Not. I was the disco king of Sacramento up to 1979. And then disco died. And when disco died, I was kind of lost. I go, okay, what am I going to do now? Well, I went to a James Bond movie. And I was watching James Bond. And I was sitting there in my seat and going, when I was in the service, I wonder what those military intelligence guys were doing. Well, before I knew it, I was talking to an Army recruiter and talking about military intelligence. And before I knew it, in 1979, I was signing on the dotted line, and I went into military intelligence. 
sell us a 97 Bravo at the Photo Interpretation Center in Korea. A 97 Bravo is an intelligence analyst. While there, a lot of things were helping me in my investigative skills towards being a paranormal investigator. But let me tell you, I didn't know I was going to become a paranormal investigator. So while I was uh, uh, in South Korea, in Seoul, South Korea, one of the most interesting things that happened was that six photographs came in. And these six photographs are from our reconnaissance aircraft and our reconnaissance satellites. They were six photographs of UFOs. And they were different type of UFOs. You had the cigar shape, you had the saucer shape, you had a globe shape, you had something that looked like ball lightning. Behind each photo, it said intelligent movement. And I said, wow, okay, so Project Blue Book shut down back in whatever 1969 or whatever it's like the military is still investigating ufos and i was really really shocked at the time i had a top secret sbi clearance sbi is special background investigation so i didn't have above top secret so with those photographs my only job to do was to give it a number and to give it to the DIA, which is a Defense Intelligence Agency. And each photograph represented a video. There was video footage, let's say, of the cigar-shaped UFO. I didn't have access to that. I only had access to the photographs. And it was given to the Defense Intelligence Agency. And from there, it was given to the CIA. And then from there, it went into a black hole. I don't know where it went to. I wanted to move ahead very quickly here. The big criticism we have of the current Pentagon UFO investigations. Anyway, it's like the history in the UFO field, and you're citing part of it here. Ongoing investigations by the military after Project Blue Book was shuttered are essentially ignored. It didn't happen. UFOs began in 2004. Um, well, the Project Blue Book itself shut down in the late 60s, uh, 1969, I'm not really sure. but That's um, about right. Oh, it's about right. Okay, yeah. But actually, in reality, the military was still investigating UFOs. Uh, and 1981 is when I was with military intelligence, and I saw that the military was still investigating UFOs because those six photographs that came in with with the words intelligent movement on back of the photograph. Well, you know, I th- I think that one of the reasons that the military currently is is trying to ignore anything that uh, uh, that happened before, you know, two thousand four, two thousand six, is that they can then go and claim. Uh, if it ever does uh, uh, become an issue, that yeah, UFOs, they're um, uh, you know uh, top secret black budget aircraft. You know that's that's all we can't talk about it, but they're ours or they're somebody else's. They're nothing extraterrestrial or interdimensional here, folks. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Tim and Gene. I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, so anyway. Um, in 1986, I got out of the service completely. And so when I got out, um, I did some things like I, 
I actually tried my hand at private investigating, and I tried my hand at bounty hunting, and I was not really successful with that. You have to fight the clients to get paid and everything else, and you spend a lot of time doing it. So um, uh, I got away from that. I'm retired now. My last job was with a uh, department of California uh, division of California Department of Fish and Game. So I did that. I worked with the wardens. And so anyway, uh, as for getting into paranormal, one day I came across a person who says, hey, I do some ghost hunting. Would you like to join us? Well, I was also, too, a writer. I was writing uh, uh, travel articles for various uh, travel magazines and stuff like that. They said, maybe you can write an article about our ghost hunting. That's a good time to break here. We'll have more. Much more on the other side. And get this, folks. Paul is also going to hang out with us for this weekend's After the Paracast, which is the premium show available to subscribers of the Paracast Plus. For more information, fast sign up for the Paracast Plus. Go to theparacast.plus. Once again, that's theparacast.plus. With Paul and Gene and Tim, you're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly, 
Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. We all have heard about the benefits of fish oils, but what about the presence of heavy metals, PCBs, dioxins, furans, and other contaminants found in fatty tissues of fish. GCNteam.com recognizes this risk and offers IFOS certified tested omega-3 fatty acids. EPA, DHA, insist on IFOS omega-3 fatty acid certification. Get the best at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So you were sucked into the paranormal. You were asked to write this article, Paul. Tell us more. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I was basically sucked in. And I said, yeah, you know, I've been interested in the paranormal all my life because when I was a child, I actually felt like I lived in a haunted house. All types of things were centered on me by entities in that home. So I was very curious about the paranormal. When I grew a little bit older, I started reading books by Brad Steiger, Eric Von Duncan, I, I got into a lot of stuff on the paranormal. So I became very knowledgeable about the paranormal. So when I was invited to go to the National Hotel in Jackson, California, to write an article about their ghost hunting, I wrote the article, and then it was published in two British magazines. So the leader at the time was very impressed and says, hey, I want you on the team. And you'll be our ghost writer. That's what she called me. And before I knew it, I was going on these ghost hunts, writing the story. The stories got around on the Internet. And before we knew it, we're doing documentaries. We did conversations with a serial killer, everything else. The leader was totally impressed with all the things that were happening for our group. She was really into the publicity part of it, more, more than being interested in the actual ghost hunting. I was actually pretty much into the ghost hunting. And for the publicity part of it, it just happens because I do write. I write books and I write articles and everything else. So at some point in time, she got out of it. 
And she says, would you like to take over the group? And now I am the co-owner with my wife of HPI Halo Paranormal Investigations. And we've been on something like over 2,000 investigations. During my time investigating these paranormal activities, I've seen four full-body apparitions. So that's very rare to see something like that. So, But that's how I got into ghost hunting. It sounds like you started out as a ghost buster. A ghost buster, yeah. Who are you going to call? Exactly. Halo Paranormal Investigations. Um, we do UFOs. We've got a big UFO hunt coming uh, July 30th. Uh, we do cryptids. We've done Chupacabra. We've done Bigfoot uh, in Mount Shasta. In fact, Tim is actually familiar with that story because it's actually placed in one of his books. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, Paul has been a, uh, a writer starting out with uh, Tim Beckley and uh, all the books that uh, we uh, we produced with uh, with him and uh, now uh, Paul is uh, continuing with uh, uh, a new book that's uh, that's going to be uh, coming out soon from uh, my uh, publishing outfit so we're always uh, always happy to uh, to have uh, uh, Paul's contributions and and later on on the show we'll actually uh, discuss uh, the piece that uh, that he wrote for our upcoming book. Is that the one I wrote a chapter for? Yes, that's right. Okay, after these many years. No, I do weekly newsletters, and I've done a lot of tech writing, but I haven't written anything for a book probably in 18 years. Always happy to have uh, have your contributions now, Gene. <laughs> Getting my hand into it again before I'm too uh, old to know what I'm doing. Which may have been yesterday. Some people are not sure about that. Paul, I wanted to just push back a little bit into your background before we get into the world of the paranormal and all the wacky things that are going on. And that is, your bio mentions writing about comic book creators? Yes, yes. Um, Okay, between the dancing and the paranormal investigating... I was in the comic book business, and I interviewed many comic book creators. Um, uh, I met Stan Lee. What a great guy. Uh, um, He is sorely missed. Um, And I actually interviewed... um, um, Oh, oh my gosh. I can't even think of his name right now. Um, But yeah, Brian Paluto of uh, Lady Death and uh, Michael Michael Lisner uh, for his comic book Dawn. So I did comic book reviews. I actually published my own comic book called The Legendary Dark Silhouette, and that's on Amazon. It's still out there. So yeah, I was in the yeah I went to the nineteen ninety eight San Diego Comic Con and met a lot of celebrities. So, yeah, it was, it was some good times. The comic books are fun. And looking now, all the movies uh, are based on comic books. You know, so, it's, you know, comic books are a lot, a lot of fun. It is so interesting here where 
the comic book movies became so popular with, of course, the amazing Spider-Man and Iron Man and Batman Begins. Oh, yes, absolutely. And so so many years had passed where comic book fair wasn't the big deal. I mean, Superman, the movie was 1978. The first sequel did well. The third and the fourth sequel did. And then comic book stuff moved to TV. Lois and Clark, New Adventures of Superman, the so-called quote-unquote Arrowverse on the CW. But the thing that always bothers me here is I am more of a... DC guy than a Marvel guy. And I'm a Marvel guy more than a DC guy. And I like Image Comics. Image had their own universe. Uh, Valiant had their own universe. Um, Oh, and I forgot to mention, one of the most important interviews I ever did is William Shatner. He actually was publishing his own comic books along with Leonard Nimoy. And so I actually had an opportunity to interview him. So he was able to talk about his comic books. So, but it didn't last that long. And Leonard Nimoy's comic books didn't last that long either. So, Well, you have to think here, these are actors. Obviously, yeah. Nimoy could direct. Shatner could sort of direct, but Nimoy was a pretty decent director. And he gave that up. And he was a photographer, so he had lots of different skills. But Shatner has moved from thing to thing, except he found a way to keep busy. Even being 90 years old and flying into space, Shatner has always managed to know how to merchandise himself, which was very important. And Stan Lee, too, knew how to merchandise himself over, let's say, Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby, the artist for Stan Lee, uh, was more or less in the background while Stan Lee was out forward to the public. Right. When you think of all these creations, you think Stan Lee. And you have to remember, he was not an artist. He was a writer. Hey, we got more to come with Paul. And it's not going to be just about comic books. With Tim and Gene, you're in The Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Are you prepared for more severe food shortages? It's likely that over the next year, serious food shortages will plague us. American farmers are dealing with insane diesel fuel prices and fertilizer shortages, which will lower crop yields. And that means your family's favorite foods will soon be in short supply while fetching sky-high prices. Inflation is the new normal, folks. It's time to act before things get even worse. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com without delay. You'll find ready-hour emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply that last up to 25 years in storage. Each kit provides over 2,000 calories a day to keep your energy up. Order your emergency food kits today by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your food ships fast and arrives in unmarked boxes. Listen, there are ways to beat food shortages. When you're ready for real preparedness, make sure to look for ready hour foods from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. You 
USA Radio News with Kenneth Burns. Secretary of State Antony Blinken criticizing what he called China's alignment with Russia after talking to his Chinese counterpart. What you hear from, from Beijing is that it claims to be neutral. Uh, I would start with the proposition that um, it's pretty hard to be neutral when it comes to, to this aggression. Blinken was overseas for a G20 meeting that ended Friday. Western diplomats condemning Russia's war with Ukraine. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov walked out of summit sessions twice, accusing the West of rapid Russophobia. Sri Lanka's president and prime minister are stepping down. Then after thousands stormed the president's home to protest worsening economic conditions in the country, it was not clear if the president was inside at the time. The country is currently seeking a bailout from the International Monetary Fund. This is USA Radio News. A 911 operator is facing manslaughter and other charges for not sending help right away to a woman who later died from internal bleeding. The 54-year-old was found dead in July 2020, a day after her daughter pleaded with emergency services for help. Leon Lee Price took the call but refused to send an ambulance until he'd been given more assurance that the woman would actually go to the hospital if help arrived. From the USA Radio News Los Angeles Bureau, I'm Ellie Andrews. Elon Musk wants out of his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter. According to a letter from a lawyer found in an SEC filing, the company has not responded to Musk's request for information concerning fake or spam accounts. The deal to buy the social media company was announced three months ago. Wall Street won its third out of the last 14 weeks. You are listening to USA Radio News. Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. RL, five stars. Been taking this for two months now. I feel better. Have more energy. April, my husband started taking Extendivite, and he said he feels much better and has more energy. EW, need to try. Everyone needs this for their health. Great product, great people. Josie, it works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. JC, great product, has worked well these last few years. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. So much for the comic books. Right now, one of my favorite shows, by the way, speaking of comic books, is Superman and Lois, which is Superman being married to Lois Lane for a number of years, just because most Superman depictions show him at the beginning of his career, not in the middle. So here he's in the middle. He's got teenage sons, one of whom is displaying powers. And I think that's a really well done show. And they're putting a lot of money into it. They're filming it like a movie, even though it's a TV show. So I think that's, pr- that's pretty well done. Plus, the guy who plays Superman is the best in years. Oh, yes, I agree. I agree. Oh, Gene, I was wondering, too, why are you more of a DC person than uh, a Marvel person? 
Well, I guess because I grew up reading those things, and when it came to Marvel, it was a lot of superheroes with teenaged angst. You know, Spider-Man's always worried about this, and the Fantastic Four have that problem. And by the way, the Fantastic Four, they've tried a couple of times. They've never been able to make those characters do all that well in the movies, but that's another story. I remember that. But for some reason, I gravitated towards that, also because I remember watching The Adventures of Superman on TV with George Reeves back in the 50s. And so it was a matter of experience. The other character I liked, but it was kind of gone by the time I was old enough, the, not the current character, the original Captain Marvel, who is now known as Shazam. And that was the one that Otto Binder had done a lot of the continuity for. And that was interesting to me. Because unlike Superman, which was sort of sci-fi, basically Shazam or the old Captain Marvel was magic. He says magic words and becomes a superhuman character. Let's kind of move to the next thing here, which is back to the world of the paranormal and the organization that you kind of inherited there, Paul. And that is, you mentioned the various things you investigate, UFOs, cryptids, all that stuff. Do you feel that all of these mysteries are related or it's just a bunch of separate things? I do believe... It's all related, and it's complicated on trying to explain how it's related. But let's say you have you go to an investigation, and let's say someone is saying that they're demon-possessed. Okay, sometimes the clients will go, where do these demons come from? Do they come from hell? Well, demons, okay, let's say if you believe in the Bible that there was fallen angels, that would make them extraterrestrial. They never had a corporal form, so basically they could be interdimensional. Interdimensional or extraterrestrial. They weren't born on Earth. So there you have the demons and then the ghosts. Okay, ghosts. Okay, so let's say your grandmother comes along through a portal. She wants to hang out, hang out with the family. And through that portal comes a demon. Okay, there you have a connection, ghost to demon. Demon, if it's extraterrestrial, you got a demon to aliens, cryptids. Okay, Bigfoot is seen hanging out with UFOs. Uh, people who see UFOs see Bigfoot. There's even a case where the greys were working alongside a Bigfoot, and the Bigfoot was doing all the work, so it was kind of like using Bigfoot as a worker. So now you have a cryptid that's connected to the greys. And then if you go back to ancient Egypt, you have all these different uh, type of uh, creatures, like you have a person who has half the body of a man and half the body of a horse. So that would be a cryptid. And was the aliens, uh, the Anunnaki or whatever, were they manipulating DNA and creating these cryptids? So now you have cryptids that are connected to UFOs and UFOs. Are connected to aliens, aliens connected to demons, demons to ghosts. So the whole thing 
becomes uh, a big paranormal type of soup. When you mention ghosts, Paul, mm-hmm. yeah, it's assumed by lots of people that a ghost is a dead person lost in some netherworld or in the afterlife, that when we die, we go to this afterlife and maybe we're processed and then we go on to wherever we go up or we go down, if you get my picture. Now, what you're suggesting here is that when we die, instead we go to another dimension? That dimension could be what you call heaven or what you can call hell. Or if the hell doesn't even exist, it's just a different reality. What's kind of interesting is that that when all living things have a energy aura about them, uh, the leaves off a tree, um, there's this energy aura that you can see. Um, there's energy aura around animals, around people. And when that aura leaves the body, and if someone sees it, they call it a ghost. Or what that energy aura is, is a soul. The soul of a plant, soul of an animal, soul of a person. So, I believe that when you die, all the information that you came across as a living person is contained in that energy field and is floating around. And a lot of people ask, they've they've asked me about reincarnation, what my thoughts are. What I believe in is that when a baby is born upon the world, it has little psychic antennas. And sometimes, if the conditions are right, a deceased person, his soul or her soul is floating in the atmosphere. And that energy is picked up by this little newborn child with psychic antennas and downloads the information from that deceased person. And that little baby, when it grows older, says, um, oh, yeah, I used to live back in the 1800s. I was John Smith. I was a blacksmith. By the way, the sci-fi version of that, by the way, of reincarnation is the trill in Star Trek. That's where they've got this symbiotic relationship where they take the the little creature and that is placed within the body of a trill and inherits all of its knowledge. And then, of course, we have the other. That's the good version, by the way, the trill. We also have the evil version in Stargate SG-1 called the Gold, where the parasites are evil creatures who take over one's consciousness and do nasty stuff. But that, I guess, is like reincarnation, sort of. Yeah, it is. It is. I never thought of that way. That's pretty good, Gene. Well, you kind of painted the picture then. And also, I'm watching the old episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, where they focus on one of the main characters being a trill. Mm -hmm. And the actor who played that trill quit the show after six seasons. It was the seventh season. So Mm -hmm. what they did is they killed her off, then had her parasite named Mm -hmm. Dax 
implanted in another woman for the final season. Huh. Yeah, and I, I need to catch up on the new Star Trek. Star Trek Strange New Worlds? It's yes. worth, it is really, really well done. And there's more humor in it than the original Star Trek. Obviously, the technology is much better. I think overall the acting level is better, but we can go into that in more detail. Let's get back to the paranormal universe with Paul Jean. And him, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. 
Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. There he is, not a trill, not a gaoled, but some kind of spiritual creature, Tim Swartz. He doesn't want to answer us. Just possessed by one of my many voices, Gene. <laughs> you see, that's his problem when the voice takes over. There's a new personality there. It's like he's swapping out parasites. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that Paul is talking about, it reminds me that, you know, there are a lot of Polynesian religions who they believe that that our soul, whatever, is made up of a number of different types of, of souls. I, I can't remember now, like maybe seven, you know, seven to nine. And that when you pass away, your your true essence, that that part of you that comes, you know, from from the universe, that's the part that that, you know, goes on to whatever. But then the other parts, they remain here on the earth plane until their energy dissipates. And that's what accounts for, say, like uh, a poltergeist or even uh, a ghostly visitations that these these other uh, aspects you know, of your spirit are of a lower intelligence, I suppose. They kind of fit into the category of like the Freudian concepts of the ego and the superego and, and all of that. But some of it is believed, like Paul said, to have the ability to pass on memories from the deceased person to uh, to a newborn. Uh, not necessarily meaning that you know it's a direct reincarnation of the person who passed on. It's just the memories. That, that got passed on. Well, the thing I've always wondered about reincarnation is if you don't know what you were before, and very few apparently do, how do you not repeat the mistakes? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Good point. And, yeah, very good point. And also, too, energy is like forever. So, And I think that as we live our life, we gather all this information and it's downloaded into our energy. And that energy is kept forever and it becomes, and I believe it becomes part of the Akashic records um, that you hear about. 
uh, universal information. All the, so all the information, everything that I saw, everything I felt, everything I thought, it's all there. It's there forever. And it all becomes part of this huge universal library. And that information is just kept forever and ever. I like to be able to have the ability to edit that before it goes out to the ultra-terrestrials or universal consciousness. I really would. I think there are a lot of things I've been through in my life that I wouldn't really want recorded. And that's true with just about anyone. Wouldn't it be nice if at the end of our days we can sit there in front of a touchscreen or something and said, you know, this, nah, we don't want that one. Let's just get rid of that event. <laughs> yeah. And also, too, now it seems like scientists have discovered that your life being flashed before your eyes upon death, that that saying is actually true. You actually see all the events of your life before you are deceased. And that information, is, like I said, I, I actually believe it's part of your soul, part of your aura, part of your energy. It's there and it's kept forever. And so all the bad things that you may have done, you're going to see it again. All the good things that you did, you're going to see that too. So it's all recorded. Does that impact your next life? Yeah, it, could be, it definitely impacts your next life. Uh, the mistakes that you made in the life now, you're going to try to avoid in the next life. That's if you remember what those mistakes are. Or do you instinctively know where to go without specifically remembering something? Well, that doesn't sound like a good idea. And maybe yeah. in a previous life, you would have done what you decided not to do and it didn't mm -hmm. turn out so well. Right. I'm explaining something I don't really believe in. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just think that we're stuck here and we have to assume we're probably not going to have anything continue after we go. I may be wrong. I had another crazy theory and you guys can work with it is when you die, you go to another dimension, universe, reality where you did not die and your existence continues to a certain point, of course. I mean, if you're 120 years old, there's going to be an issue. But that way, you don't know that you died. Maybe everyone in that previous reality knows, but you fork off into a new one. That's kind of what uh, Paul Eno uh, uh, suggests, you know, that there's you know infinite number of universes with an infinite number of views at various uh, uh, points in your life, so that when your life ends here, you know, possibly you uh, continue on into another reality, maybe not necessarily at the age that you passed away, you know, you go back and either start over again as a baby or, you know, I know that I've, I've heard stories from people who uh, felt like, that they were in experience where they thought that they had died, but then all of a sudden they did it. And they wondered if, you know, they hadn't actually then gone to another reality where they were still alive. So therefore I wake up one morning and I'm 25 years old again. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, that would be really nice. <laughs> yeah. Especially for old codgers like us. Yeah. Yeah, let's like get that. let's get back into your research, okay? You've mm -hmm. investigated so many different things in so many different areas of interest. 
Do you work in a specific part of the country or what? I live in Northern California, Sacramento, California. So most of my investigations, I try to keep local. Um, when I first became a paranormal investigator, I was very, very gung-ho. And so I, was, I went to Area 51. I went to Skinwalker Ranch. Um, uh, I did a lot of international traveling. So I, I've been to Hearst Castle, Dublin Castle in Ireland, Bridge Over River Kwai in Thailand, the Tower of London, East End, where Jack the Ripper and the Cray Twins uh, hung out at. So, yeah, I, I, I did some major investigations and, um, and learned a lot from it. So, I mean, like Area 51, did I see any UFOs? No, I didn't. But I have a couple paranormal investigators who came with me who claimed that they did. But what I can tell you is when we got up to the gate... And as I was looking up on the hillside with my binoculars, on the hillside was this guy in camis looking at me with his binoculars, and he had a sniper rifle that was shouldered, and he took it off from his shoulder and pointed it at me. So they take, they take it very seriously when you get up to that gate at Area 51. So... That's one of the things that I learned. We took some soil samples, and this one group out of UC Davis, they analyzed it, and they found little metal fragments. So I'm not sure what, what that came from. And um, um, we interviewed a lot of people um, from the Ailey Inn, which is located right there at Area 51. And one of the ladies that we interviewed, she said that she actually saw this small craft that had wings and it hovered. It didn't make any noise. It came to her eye level and there was a pilot inside of there and he was waving at her and then he zipped off. So if that is true, they definitely have some strange experimental aircraft over there. And she swore up and down that incident actually happened. Then I had another gentleman who took me to an abandoned village near Area 51, which, is, which a lot of people don't even talk about. But there's a whole village over there, abandoned homes, right there by Area 51. 51 and no one really knew the answer why it was abandoned and supposedly a lot of the houses there were haunted so we did a little ghost investigation we got a couple of evps electronic voice phenomenon we will hear more about the evps with paul gene and tim you're in the paracast <laughs> listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. 
After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Certain body functions are silent in that when they are compromised, you don't know until it is too late. One of these functions is immunity. When your immune system is robust, then you never succumb to illness or overcome it quickly. Since we're all being exposed to cabal-created genetically engineered pathogens that our immune systems were not designed to handle, it is important that we make a concerted effort to fortify our immune systems on a daily basis. Here at Synergistic Nutrition, we have two clients who overcame COVID symptoms within 24 hours. We have another client who had long-hauler COVID symptoms for two years who overcame those symptoms within a few weeks in each instance the product they credit for helping them was green meadow way the lactoferrin in green meadow way fortifies your immune system to combat virtually all pathogens i invite you to fortify your immune system and health with green meadow way call 888-988-3325 that's 888-988-3325 or visit bestwayprotein.net that's best w-h-e-y protein.net Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Strange town near Area 51 in Nevada. Paul's with us to explain what happened. So you tested for EVPs and what happened next? Okay, so yeah, we went and... Got a couple of EVPs, electronic voice phenomena. Uh, one of them, it says, it was a male voice and says, why are you here? So that was interesting. And then the other EVP that we got, it said, you should leave. And I remember it to this day. It's like, wow, you know, that is so amazing. It's like, but... What I was really curious about is why was that village abandoned? And why is it so close to Area 51? And no one ever talks about it. When people go to Area 51 to the gates and everything, they don't talk about that abandoned village. In my article, I wrote about it, and I just don't understand why it's abandoned. But anyway, the people at the Alien, they actually let us camp out in the parking lot and we did a all night night watch and a couple of the investigators claimed that they saw uh, starlight type UFOs in the sky which zipped around erratically when they called me over I didn't see them but that's what they claimed so and they also uh, there was one investigator claimed that they saw a UFO 
on the hillside when we were going up to the gate and I didn't see that UFO either. But it was a very interesting trip. I'm glad I went there. And if anything, I learned that there's this village that's abandoned near Area 51. And I still don't have the answer why that village exists. Well, Paul, I can probably give you a, a, a good reason is that, you know, Area 51 is part of an even larger area that at one time, you know, they were doing above ground atomic bomb tests. So uh, I could see where at, at a certain point the government probably just bought everybody out and had them move. Probably not a bad idea. I'm not sure I would want to live too close to any of those areas because they're probably still radioactive. Tim, your theory is very on the nose. I, I, I believe that's probably the answer. Very good. It seems to me, and I don't remember exactly where it happened. Gene, maybe you would know this. Uh, you know, John Wayne uh, did the uh, uh, Genghis Khan movie, what was it, The Conqueror, I think, where they shot in an area that was actually downwind of uh, atomic bomb test, and the area was irradiated, and they went as far as to bring back a bunch of dirt uh, from the outdoor location to the studio to make it look more authentic. And, uh, of course, uh, John Wayne died of cancer. Agnes Moorhead died of cancer. Uh, a lot of the people involved in that movie died of cancer, probably because of uh, being irradiated. Is there any real reason, though, Tim, to believe that to be the case? Well, I mean, they know that that area was was irradiated. Uh, maybe not then. You know, I mean, you know, back in the fifties, the uh, 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 there wasn't that fear of radiation that uh, that we that we have now. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, they they have pretty much uh, you know proven that the uh, the original uh, shooting area. And again, I can't remember exactly, you know, where that was. Uh, probably somebody out there in the audience is, you know, screaming into their speakers, trying to tell me. <laughs> I will listen was. to it now with my psychic powers. <laughs> but most people would say those are psycho powers. Psycho I'm listening powers. for people screaming into the radio. Turn this guy off. <laughs> no, that's not the one. <laughs> no, that's somebody else screaming that. Somebody yeah, else's I mean, show. It's not our I mean, show. Yeah, years later, you know, they've, they've gone back, you know, with Geiger counters and stuff and, you know, actually showed, I guess, where, where the wind patterns that actually directed this radiation and uh, fallout from these tests, uh, you know, down the valleys uh, uh, to this uh, mountainous location that uh, I guess a lot of, uh, of, of um Hollywood movies would uh, shoot at, but The Conqueror was uh, infamous for for this. What about the crew? You mentioned the cast. Did the crew, because they often spend more time on set than the cast, did they suffer, or do you know? I don't know. Um, from what I heard, there was a documentary on it, and they said that the, uh, the uh, cast and crew uh, some of them uh, did become ill. Well, that's not a paranormal mystery. That sounds to be something that's a physical phenomenon. 
and very much the result of being somewhere you're not supposed to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it uh, like like Paul was saying about the uh, the abandoned uh, village there near Area 51. You know, a lot of times uh, there are things going on that uh, people will, will uh, prescribe to conspiracy or the paranormal that uh, you know you you dig a little deeper you know which any good investigator should do and you uncover more i don't want to say mundane answers uh but uh, something that you know goes in an, into a different direction than you know conspiracies or the paranormal well of course in the 1950s some people assume that when you had too much radiation you end up with godzilla or the Hulk. Right. But that was an accident. <laughs> gamma, gamma rays. Yeah. Exactly. You get the Hulk. I don't know where they took that character in the movies. Makes very, very little sense. I don't know. We're back to comic books again. Area 51. Okay. We have all the rumors of Area 51. We're very yeah. happy to use as a backdrop for sci-fi movies, such as, for example, Independence Day. So... Mm -hmm. The question is here, Paul, what do you think Area 51 is about? Area 51, definitely you have uh, experiments on various type aerial aircraft. Um, I do believe that uh, what Bob Lazar was talking about, S-4, and how they were back engineering uh, UFOs, I believe that is correct, because it was one guy that we did interview, and one of the owners of the Alien says, you got to talk to this guy, because he actually worked at Area 51. And I talked to him, and he said that Bob Lazar did actually uh, work at Area 51. Um, uh, he never went into S4, but he saw Bob Lazar on the uh, Janet Airlines. So, uh, so what this guy, I mean, from all indications, he was telling me the truth. And if Bob Lazar worked at Area 51, why would he make up all that stuff? And he seemed very knowledgeable on what he was talking about. So I do believe there is something going on uh, at Area 51 that has to do with extraterrestrials. Okay, you know, when it comes to Bob Lazar, we have made, Tim and I, several efforts to get a hold of him because we know where he is now. He's somewhere in the Midwest. We won't say where. You could probably look it up. And we've tried to contact him and say, come on the Paracast, but he uh, evidently is not doing any more radio shows. We did remind him this is not just a podcast, but a show that goes on a real live radio network. But so far, he's been reluctant. I don't know whether that's anything that's going to change. Maybe he just wanted to get out of the rat race, which I can well understand. Our guest this week, Paul Dale Roberts, paranormal investigator, comic book maven, and all sorts of other things, award-winning dancer, disco dancer, like not like disco duck. With Gene and Tim, you're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners. 
I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name is Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at teamgaday.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. Teamgaday.com. Teamgaday.com. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? Ninety-two thousand dollars ouch and the irs left no room for jake to breathe they put a lien on my house took all the money out of my bank account took money out of my paychecks so it was a nightmare he needed help fast i figured that all these companies were the same until i called federal tax management you could just tell they knew what they were talking about right then and there i felt like i had some hope stop the liens levies and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special irs programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt so how did it go for jake they did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203.
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Or, Paul, maybe I misspoke. Maybe it is like Disco Duck? <laughs> Could be like Disco Duck, yes. Well, actually, what would happen here is if, if I tried to do disco dancing, I don't dance. If I tried disco dancing, people would want to duck. And if I were trying to do some disco dancing now at my age, they would probably stone me. Well, that's better than being stoned, I guess. But <laughs> I got to tell you uh, something. Uh, Area 51... Uh, the investigation was very interesting and everything. Um, but I'll tell you where the UFOs actually come in at. Um, my wife, she is actually a psychic medium. And as a child, she feels like she was abducted. And she calls the experience the mysterious eye. And from there, that's how she became a psychic medium. She started seeing ghosts and everything else. Well, when I first met my wife, you know, she told me this story and everything else. But I should be from Missouri because I want to see the proof. And with a UFO, she has a very strong connection in UFOs. On four different occasions, and I'll mention all four occasions, um, we were going up I-5 North. And we're headed to Arena Boulevard that's in the northern part of Sacramento. And she told me, she goes, look to your right. And she says, you'll see something. It looks like a golden globe. I said, what? She goes, yeah, it looks like a golden globe. And so I looked to my right. And sure enough, there's this golden globe in the sky. And she goes, I don't know. She goes, I just picked up on it. Another time she saw what looked like a black cube in the sky. And she pointed that out to me. And, okay, so that was two different occasions. What really blew me away is we were in Elk Grove, where we live at, and we're going down the street, and she says, pull into this parking lot. I go, why? She goes, just pull into this parking lot. And there's no cars in the parking lot. And I go, okay, what's going on? She goes, there's something in the sky right there. And I'm looking with my eyes, and I don't see anything. And she pulls out her smartphone. She snaps a photo. And there's three glowing, disc-shaped UFOs in formation, in V formation. And she goes, see, right here. I, uh, she goes, I knew they were there. I go, wow, that is amazing. So I actually, I, from the photograph, I sent it over the 14 Times out of England, and they published it in their magazine. But it's like, how she picks up on that, I don't know. And another time we're in Copperopolis, and she sees a portal in the sky. Okay, again, I'm looking in the sky. I don't see anything. She snaps the photo, and there's this black doorway that's in the sky. But somehow she saw it. 
And both photographs that I'm talking about, they uh, I had MUFON actually looking at it, and they had no explanation for the three disc-shaped UFOs that she took a picture of. They don't have any explanation of the doorway portal that she took a picture of over at Copperopolis. Are these photos posted anywhere? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, when we get off this show, I can actually send over the photos. It's actually right on the Internet. If, um, if you type in Google Deanna Jackson Stinson UFO photos, it should pop up. We'll definitely look for it. Maybe we'll talk about it further in after okay. the PowerCast, but I certainly would like to see it. Talking about a dimensional doorway porthole window, what in the picture can you describe makes you think that's what it might be? It just looks that way. It looks, it's, looks, it's in the shape of a door. It's pure black, and it's in the sky. It looks like a portal. It doesn't look like a UFO. It looks like a doorway, a doorway to wherever. But a, yeah, a doorway in the sky. Where specifically again? That was in Copperopolis, and Copperopolis happens to be close to Sierra Nevada. Uh, Sierra Nevada uh, is in Gold Country, and there's a lot of UFO sightings in Gold Country. And one of the theories is, as the UFOs are attracted to whatever gold is left in gold country. So, yeah. In fact, we're doing our July 30th UFO hunt in gold country in Placerville. Well, it's better than looking for dilithium crystals, right? Yes, absolutely. Back to Star Trek. (laughs) UFOs and gold. Hmm. Yeah. So, Paul, when uh, uh, when you're talking to your wife about uh, uh, when she has these impressions, you know, oh, you know, look over there, look over there, you know, what have you asked her? You know, what what does she feel? You know, what does she think that she's that she's picking up on? You, you know, you said that she was a spiritual medium, well, you know, which typically means that uh, she can uh, uh, feel discarnate, you know, entities, but here. She's picking up on UFOs. Her connection to UFOs, it it probably has to do with the fact that she was abducted as a child. And whatever they did to her, opened her mind, opened up her third eye, she somehow connected to the UFO phenomenon. Um. Also, too, it's like when we do on ghost hunts. She's really amazing because, okay, in one of our ghost hunts, she goes, "Um, there's something sitting on that couch. So we take a picture, and there's a mist on the couch. And then she goes, okay, it now is not sitting on the couch. It's now behind the couch. So we snap a photo, and there's a mist behind the couch. And, yeah, so, in fact, 
if it wasn't for her, I would probably not be a very good paranormal investigator because I get my EVPs because she points out where the ghosts are. She'll say, hey, Paul, she goes, the ghost is over there in the corner. Try to get an EVP. So I'll go over there, uh, turn, turn on my little digital recorder. Is there anyone here? I pause, give it time to talk, and then I play it back, and then I'll get something like, yeah, I'm right here. Hey, it's you like, know what? We're going to do our break right now. But I want to ask you on the other side about your wife and her abduction experience. I think we can talk about that. It sounds really interesting. Paul, Tim, and Gene, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions, SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. USA Radio News with Kenneth Burns. Sri Lanka's Prime Minister is stepping down after thousands expressed their displeasure of a worsening economic crisis in the country. They stormed the president's residence and office, though it was not clear if the president was inside at the time. The country is currently seeking a bailout from the International Monetary Fund. Secretary of State Antony Blinken criticized what he called China's alignment with Russia after talking to his Chinese counterpart. What you hear from, from Beijing is that it claims to be neutral. Uh, I would start with the proposition that um, it's pretty hard to be neutral when it comes to, to this aggression. Blinken's overseas for a G20 summit that ended Friday. Western diplomats condemning Russia's war with Ukraine. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov walked out of summit sessions twice accusing the West of rabid russophobia. This is USA Radio News. Mourners in Tokyo lowered their heads as the body of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe drove by. Abe was fatally shot during a campaign speech Friday. His body returned home to Tokyo on Saturday. Abe's attacker told investigators that he had planned the shooting because of his belief that Abe was part of an organization he resents. A top police official acknowledged that possible security lapses allowed the assassin to fire his weapon. British Defense Minister Ben Wallace says he will not run to replace Boris Johnson as Conservative Party leader and the country's next prime minister. He said he did so after careful consideration and discussing it with colleagues and family. Wallace was seen as the favorite by some after Johnson resigned Thursday amidst several ethics scandals. Overall, Wall Street crawled to a winning week on Friday after a stronger-than-expected jobs report. 
the major indexes were mixed at the close. You are listening to USA Radio News. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at ImmuneSupportNow.com. That's ImmuneSupportNow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. This is Jennifer Stein, executive producer of The Disclosure Dialogues. You're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. From the other side, I don't know where I started that. Paul, you mentioned your wife was abducted as a child. Was that the first or the only experience or what? She believes she's had some other experiences, but uh, she was kind of unsure about that. But for sure, as a child, she saw this thing in the sky that looked like an eyeball. She felt like it was watching her. And her experience, she doesn't recall all the details. They're not that clear, but she knows that something traumatic happened to her that she was taken aboard whatever happened to her she's not really sure about but all she does know is after that experience then she starts seeing ghosts like she could walk down the street and she'll see a ghost walking down the street that was basically it i mean some people, you know, like Whitney Stryber, he, he's able to recollect. He wrote a book called Communion, and he recollects everything that happened to him. Well, it's not that way with her. She can't recollect everything that happened to her. All she knows is that there was a eyeball UFO that was staring down at her, and that happened in Auburn, California. How old was she? About seven years old. Hmm. And Auburn, California is near gold country. Again, a, a place where there are a lot of UFO sightings. Has there been a major correlation done in research indicating whether or not UFOs are prominent in areas where there's lots of gold? It goes back to the Sumerian clay tablets where it says that the Anunnaki came here mining our gold and that they manipulated our DNA. They manipulated the DNA of a primate and infused alien DNA and created Homo sapiens. And those Homo sapiens were used as uh, slaves to mine gold. 
gold can be used for computer components and everything else. Gold is very precious. Aliens find gold to be precious. We find gold to be precious. And it's because it's precious. I mean, there's a lot of uses for it. So that's where the gold comes in and the theory that the reason why there's a lot of UFOs in gold country is because of whatever gold is left in gold country. Well, it's definitely is better than latinum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Paul, we've got a question uh, from the, uh, the Paracast forum for you. This one comes from uh, uh, Richard Hawkins. And Richard wants to know, in all of your investigations on UFOs, have you ever thought that we spend too much time uh, looking to the skies and not enough time looking below? For instance, our oceans, which are vastly unexplored, also our caverns and caves, a lot which are unexplored, and uh, some of uh, which have you know an environment that uh, could support life. And actually, we did uh, a UFO case uh, in Seaside in Monterey, California. And there were several people including our client that we're seeing USOs, unidentified submerged objects coming out of the water, the Monterey Bay and becoming UFOs, unidentified flying objects. And we spent the whole night there and unfortunately we, we didn't see anything, but there was seven people in that area who claimed up and down that they did see USOs coming out of the Monterey Bay and becoming UFOs or UFOs going into the bay becoming USOs. So I do believe that there's probably UFO bases. Um, when I went to Catalina Island and talked to some of the locals, they said that a lot of USOs come out of the water from Catalina Island. And now they have a photograph which looks like some type of underground complex near Catalina Island that could possibly be a UFO base. And um, you hear a lot of stories when I went to Mount Chasta, the last of the Lemurians supposedly live in the caverns of Mount Shasta. Also, too, greys, the, the aliens' greys are seen coming out of the caverns of Mount Shasta. When you and say Lemuria, by the way, I think of Richard Shaver. Do you know who he was? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Richard Shaver uh, would pick up stones and see all types of imprints, uh, um, pictures uh, of, of things on these rocks and stones. Yeah, so, and he believes that probably came from ancient intelligence. The rock books. By the way, back in the late 60s, early 70s, my first wife, Geneva, and I had some of Shaver's rock books. He sent them to us with some primitive apparatus we could put together to see them. And the problem with all this is, yes, we saw things. 
It wasn't just a psychological game or something. It looked like something was there. Of course, now we think about storing digital data on silicon. And of course, that's part of the Superman legend where he takes that silicon chip or device and he throws it into the ocean or into the Arctic and it creates a fortress of solitude. The point being, though, is that people said Shaver was nuts. I knew Shaver, I think, moderately well in the final years of his life, and Geneva did as well. There was never any indication to us that it was anything more than a pretty normal guy. Maybe we were off. <laughs> yeah, so much uh, for Richard Shaver. Well, Shaver was one of the, uh, I think, one of the first to actually bring in the whole uh, cavern system associated with UFOs, even before UFOs were a thing. You know, I mean, he was writing about that kind of stuff with the help of uh, Ray Palmer, you know, back in the early 40s about uh, disc-shaped spacecraft uh, coming to uh, to visit the the Dero and the Tiro, so he was way ahead of his time. Even if you know his stories were just part of you know that you know the the thirties and forties pop culture, you know he he had his finger on something. Any response to that, Paul? I think Tim said it all. So, um. Um, yeah, a lot of people thought Shaver as a a kook, and just like the other guy, uh, I can't. Th- I'm trying to think of his name, but he was taking all the UFO photos over in Gulf Breeze, Florida, and they say Ed big- Walters, Ed Walters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the problem with Ed Walters is this, and I interviewed him in the. When? In the late 80s, early 90s, I interviewed Ed Walters on the urging of Jim Mosley. And what we learned then was he seemed like a normal guy. But they did find a model of a UFO in the attic of one of his homes. Right, right. I remember that. That was doubly suspicious. Paul. Gene, Tim, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. No matter if supply lines are down, product deliveries are slow, and that most everything costs more these days, you still have neck and shoulder pain, right? Good news. Sunny Bay has new products that target neck and shoulder pain. Products that are in stock now, ready to ship anywhere now. Like our extra long neck heating pads. They provide soothing relief to painful sore necks and backs. You can heat them in a microwave oven and they come in a variety of colors and patterns. And for stress relief, get our lavender scented hands-free neck wraps. Or maybe you need one of our smaller lower back wraps. Great for seniors. Again, there's no shipping delays from Sunny Bay. Find our new products on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and sunny-bay.com. Just search for Sunny Bay Neck Wraps. All our products are great for men or women, are reusable, and easy to clean. Remember, just search for Sunny Bay Neck Wraps. Order now because stock is high and shipping is fast from Sunny Bay. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. We shall continue. Of course, no one's heard from Ed Walters 
for years, but that was some kind of story for a while. I know Dr. Bruce Maccabee, who has really genuine scientific credentials, always believed that case to be real. The thing that I always found suspicious about the whole uh, Ed Waters, the uh, model of uh, of the UFO that was found in his attic, and of course that wasn't found until after he had moved and somebody else was, was living in the house, is that the model didn't look like any of the photos that he had taken of the alleged UFOs. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it's, you know, it, it, it proves that, you know, one, one thing, you know, or another. It was it was one model that didn't look like you know anything that that he had photographed. So you know, take it as you know as you will. I did want to ask Paul though. You know, you were talking about Mount Shasta, and you know that is something that has always been uh, fascinating to me. I mean, the, the the mountain has been steeped in legend and mythology for centuries. I mean, even the Native Americans had their stories about it. And if you go and you ask the people who live in the towns around the mountain, they'll tell you, I mean, you know, these these are just, you know, people who, you know, they're not interested in any kind of uh, publicity, but they'll tell you some very weird stories about things that go on around there. Oh, yeah. When we did our investigation over there, we did a Bigfoot hunt also, and we were doing wood-on-wood type communication. So I was hitting a tree trunk with a piece of wood three times and hoping for some type of response from Bigfoot. And I did get a response. On my fourth try, I hit the tree three times with a piece of wood. And right behind me was a creek. There was no people behind me. And a rock went into the creek three times. There was some type of communication. And a bear can't throw a rock. So what threw the rock? That was just like totally amazing. It's like, where did that come from? How did that happen? My mind was just completely blown. Plus, we had a psychic there who happened to be the secretary of Sylvia Brown, the psychic. Have you ever heard of Sylvia Brown? Oh, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Sylvia Brown's secretary, Holly DeLauder, Sylvia Brown's secretary, was a psychic herself. In fact, she would actually talk about Sylvia Brown being a phony psychic. So that was kind of interesting. And Sylvia Brown's not around anymore, so I can probably just say that on the air. Early in the history of the Paracast, we exposed her. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so here I got information from her own secretary, who was a actual paranormal investigator with my group, and she's saying that Sylvia Brown's phony. Now, Holly was actually pretty amazing, too. She goes, Paul, she goes, take a picture of me. So I take a picture, and right behind her was a disc-shaped UFO, and it was tilted. And she knew it was behind her. So that was kind of amazing. So we had that. And we had the uh, communication with Bigfoot. 
And also, too, my uh, another uh, thing with Mount Shasta is that my group, Halo Paranormal Investigations, we were going to do a convention at a hotel near Mount Shasta. And I talked to Travis Walton on the telephone and almost convinced him to be one of our speakers. Well, the convention never went through. But I got to talk to Travis, great guy, nice guy. And here is an abduction where we briefly talked about his abduction, an abduction that was witnessed by a group of men that he worked with. And with Travis Walton, I mean, they, they passed their lie detector tests and everything else. That's probably one of the examples of the best abduction cases where it seems like there's positive proof that he was actually abducted. I don't know about positive proof, except verbal proof. There's no physical evidence. Yeah, um, well, visual, yeah, visual proof from uh, his co-workers who all claim up and down that they saw him uh, being struck down by the UFO. And then I, I, as for positive proof in any type of evidence, it would just be visual proof and you have the lie detectors, which is not admissible in court, but it is kind of odd that they did all pass it. By the way, on September 21st, 2014, the episode we had then, which is available from our archives, featured Travis Walton, if you want to listen to it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Travis is a really good guy. I like him. So, you know, the Mount, uh, Mount Shasta area has also been uh, featured in the uh, um, the missing 411 books uh, for uh, a number of cases of, of people who have mysteriously vanished and have never been seen again. And what's really amazing is um, there was three hikers at Mount Shasta. And they were above the tree line, and it was all covered in snow. And the very first person who was leading the other two, he just completely vanished. And his footprints stopped at one location, and he was gone. And there was so much snow, and everything was clear, clear with the eye can see, and they could not see where he vanished to. There was no place for him to hide at. He was just like snatched off the mountain. And, and some theories is either he got sucked into the mountain, went into a portal into another dimension, or something from the sky snatched him up. So, yeah, Mount Chasta is very mysterious, and people do wind up missing at that mountain. Let me ask you here, have you ever tried to visit Mount Shasta and look at the possibility that maybe you'll go somewhere and not return, or would your wife be mad? Maybe she wouldn't be. My wife would definitely be mad. That's good to know. Do you have kids, by the way? No. Uh, Well, 
I do, uh, but not from this. From a previous marriage. Yeah. yeah. What do they think of your paranormal pursuits? No, a little bit that I'm crazy, you know, <laughs> to do something <laughs> like that. In fact, my, uh, my son, Jason, is going to be visiting me in August and bringing my three granddaughters. So it's, so that's going to be nice to see him. Yeah. Always nice to see your kids. I have to tell that to my son, Grayson, all the time. He lives in Madrid. And obviously it's not convenient to take a plane from Madrid to Arizona. At the best of times, it's two planes. There's no such thing as a direct flight that I know of that is reasonably affordable. So we have to wait for him to want to come here and to be able to get away from work and that sort of thing. So that's unfortunate. We need to get a flying saucer down here to take him back and forth. Maybe set up Stargates. I think that's within the range of a transporter, by the way. So we can and, transport and him back and forth. And I've been to Madrid. I, I, Madrid is such a beautiful city. He sends me pictures all the time, very scenic. Not some place oh, yeah. you want to drive through. It's for walking. They have a lot of public transportation there. Wow. Yeah, Madrid is very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to do a lot of international traveling. Uh, being 12 years in the Army, the travel bug bit me because I got to do a lot of traveling in the Army. And then when I got out, I did a lot of traveling on my own. Um, and I... I like I said, I've been to the east end of London, Tower of London, Bridge Over River Kwai in Thailand, uh, Macau, China. Let's do a yeah. break here. We'll go from more of these locales with Paul, Gene, and Tim. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. 
Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day. But supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, let's continue where you kind of ended there and maybe recap quickly. Oh, sure. You're telling us the place you visited, the bridge over the river Kwai, <laughs> yeah. which is that yeah, movie, bridge. by the way, from what, the 1950s? Yeah, Bridge Over River Kwai, yeah, uh, in Thailand, and they made a movie about it, and that place is very haunted. As soon as you walk in there, you have a feeling of dread. I mean, you're talking about soldiers who were tortured, murdered, committed suicide. It's just a very depressing place. Uh, they have mannequins dressed up as tortured soldiers displayed there. It's a very sad place, and you can feel spiritual energy there. Also, I want to mention, too, that I recently wrote a book. It's called uh, HPI, Haunted Great Wall of China and Other Stories. When I went to China, I went to Hong Kong and all those other places, but I didn't make it to the Great Wall, which is very unfortunate for myself. But Tim has been to the Great Wall of China. And I'm very envious of Tim because he did see the Great Wall of China in which I didn't get to see. So I wish I knew Tim at that time. I could have went to the Great Wall of China with him. Yeah, that would have been 1986, 85, 86, something like that. Okay. The area that we went to was uh, uh, where the wall has been, you know, Renovated uh, quite a bit more for, I suppose, a tourist. What I would have liked to have uh, visited was the areas where the wall is more of its, I don't know, uh, antique states, you know, where, where there are sections that uh, are, are still reminiscent of how it looked uh, centuries ago. Uh, but, uh, you know, to me, the amazing thing about the wall was that uh, there are parts that it's almost a vertical climb as it uh, goes, you know, up and down the hills of the area. So, I mean, yeah, you, you, uh, unless you're in really good shape, you can't get very far without getting winded after a while. 
Wow. And also, too, what's amazing is that the Great Wall of China is very haunted because I think they said it was like 40,000 workers were actually buried inside the wall. That's amazing. There's a lot of dead people inside that wall. Yeah, when I was there, uh, some of the people that uh, uh, that I talked with told me stories of the, you know, some of the villages that uh, that are close to the wall and the, the 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 ghostly activity that is experienced there that you know the the locals feel are from the the workers who 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 perished in the uh, the construction you know uh, of the wall but Tim, not to change the subject now but there's something that's bugging me and I got to ask you go for it Okay, Gene, how come you're so knowledgeable about comic books? How am I knowledgeable about comic books? Well, other than being a reader and a sometimes collector, and I was stupid enough to get rid of those things, I just pay attention to it. I watch the movies. I watch the TV shows. I'm not super knowledgeable, but as a reporter, I have interviewed a few people. Early on, I did talk briefly to Stan Lee, by the way. But it's oh, okay, almost, okay. you know, it, it kind of blurs in my mind. It was my late teens or early 20s when it happened. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, with the with the comic books and everything, uh, I met a lot of creators. Uh, uh, I met the Spawn creator. Um, um I'm trying to think, because it was back in the 80s when I was doing the comic book thing, but, um, oh, and I, the, the creator of Simpsons, I, I met him at the Comic-Con and everything else, so, and when Matt I met, Groening. yeah, Matt Groening, yes, 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 so, yeah, those were fun times. Did you follow the creation of that short-lived comic book, graphic comic book, Men in Black? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I did some reviews on the comic books and everything else uh, on the Men in Black. Yes. How closely, and I've never read the comic books, do the comic books resemble the movies? I don't think there's a close relationship uh, with the movies. It kind of goes off into other directions. So, no. I don't think there's a closeness on that. What's so unfortunate about Men in Black is that the original creators or reporters of the legend, Gray Barker and John Keel, didn't make any money out of it. It took a third party who creates a graphic comic book to sell it to Hollywood and Hollywood to gross billions of dollars for the franchise. But... Gray Barker, who wrote the book They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers in the 50s. John Keel, who wrote lots about Men in Black. Zilch. Exactly. And um, I don't know if you ever read this comic book, but The Savage Dragon, Eric Larson? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I focus I did. mostly on the mainstream comic books you buy at the corner drugstore. And I focus more on the independent comic books. Um, 
I was just fascinated with all these different characters. And what's so interesting is all these characters, they they would meet, they would do crossovers, and it would become one big multiverse of characters. You got Marvel, DC, Image, you got Valiant, you got all these different type of uh, companies with, which had their own universes, and they would interconnect, making it one big multiverse. So that's one of the things I appreciated about comic books. What's the way also to sell more comic books? Look at this. The Spider-Man meets Thor. Oh. And the story doesn't go thud. And I showed Tim where my character, the legendary Dark Silhouette, was published in a Marvel magazine shaking hands with Spider-Man. So that officiated my character, the legendary Dark Silhouette, as being part of the uh, Marvel Universe for a short time to meet Spider-Man and Tim actually got to see that drawing because I sent it to him on Messenger on Facebook Aha, that explains why you prefer Marvel to DC <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean I was so proud of that drawing I mean, and, and seeing it in a Marvel magazine, it was like wow, and, uh, and then on the Marvel database, I'm mentioned in Iron Man, Iron Man comic book. So uh, when I did a Google search, uh, Paul Dale Roberts Marvel, it showed the Marvel database and it showed me mentioned in Iron Man. So, yeah, I'm part of that Marvel universe. We should mention here, by the way. That if you're part of the comic book universe doesn't mean you're a multi-billionaire. That's strictly for the movies. I mean, Absolutely. look at the creators of Superman. The creators of Superman were long dead before their family, their descendants, were able to get decent amounts of money from Warners and DC Comics. It was mostly a ripoff. Speaking of multiverses, of course, they had the Arrowverse over on the CW, which is kind of faded out. They're down to one show, The Flash, and the new show, Superman Lois, takes place, they finally admitted, in a different universe, so you don't even have Supergirl in there, even though Supergirl is supposed to be Superman's cousin. It's another universe, but that's true about the movies. The movies would show Superman, except for the Superman, Batman v Superman, or the Justice League movie. It was only shown... Superman as a separate character, totally apart from any other superhero. There we go with Tim and with Gene and Paul, you're in. The Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com.
First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Are you curious about what might be missing from your diet and supplement choices? Take a free health assessment to identify your possible nutrient deficiencies. As a certified holistic health coach, I will help you assess and prioritize a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833 833- 848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control. And priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk... They hear you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to give you a URL that can and will change your life. You will simply investigate it and look into it for your own self. Do your own research. This is an absolute 360 win for GCN, for American Tax Solutions, and for you. Ladies and gentlemen, these are top tax lawyers that will deliver you super service very, very quickly and change your life. The average person can save up to 90% on their taxes. Visit GCNTaxCut.com. That's GCNTaxCut.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. But it's interesting here how 
Pop culture legends fueled comic books and movies and everything, but also they fueled the UFO field and vice versa. Like, for example, the 1951 movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still, influenced the contactees of the 50s. And it's also too amazing to me how many movie stars want to be superheroes. Uh, Nicolas Cage, he wanted to be Superman. They dressed him up as Superman, but that movie never came through. So they said, okay, well, you're not going to be Superman, but would you like to be Marvel's Ghost Rider? And he became a superhero Ghost Rider. And a lot of movie stars, they love taking the role of a superhero because they can walk around and say, yeah, I was the Batman or I was Spider-Man or whatever. Now it's it's a thing, but look at how much trouble they had getting the first Superman movie up and on the screen. And then afterward, you had some other comic book movies that just basically just disappeared. I mean, you had Dick Tracy, which is a beautiful movie if you look at it, but it didn't do very well. You have, uh, was it The Phantom and The Shadow? All of them that, you know, just disappeared. I mean, they were ahead of their time, possibly. Shadow was overdone, I think. I liked it. I grew up listening to radio and the shadow, no, excuse me, the shadow knows. (laughs) Anyway, I grew up listening to that show. And the shadow basically is a predecessor to Batman. Certain elements of Batman go back. To the shadow. So Lamont Cranston, the wealthy young man about town, is the playboy, the rich playboy Bruce Wayne. The beginning of the shadow, the movie with Alec Baldwin, now look at that where the shadow is recruited to become a hero and he's trained in the Orient and that's loosely used to influence the beginning of Batman Begins, where he goes to the Orient to explore the criminal mind, meets Ra's al Ghul and so on and so forth. So the similarities where they picked up on the shadow brought Batman. But the problem is with the superhero movies until Superman the movie is that they were all low-budget fare. Go back to the movie serials, two of them for Batman in the 40s. They were horrendous. I mean, (laughs) the first movie, Batman and Robin drive around in a normal car. No Batmobile. In Superman, the one with Kirk Allen before George Reeves took over, they couldn't spend money for special effects, so most of the flying scenes were animation. It was really pathetic. They actually had half-decent effects for Superman on the TV. They spent a few more dollars. But they really didn't put money into that until they made the major movie. The television show, Superman, you could see, though the movie serial roots in that, especially the first season, where it's pretty violent. (laughs) It was more of an adult-oriented show, the first season of The Adventures of Superman. Then when Kellogg's sponsored it, they kind of made it more appealing to juveniles. I mean, there's a scene in Adventures of Superman where this villainous couple discovers his secret. And he takes him to this mountain, and he flies away, and what do they do? They fall off it and die. And they criticized Zack Snyder with Man of Steel for breaking General Zod's neck. I have to tell you something. Okay, you guys were talking about the shadow? Okay. 
Walter B. Gibson, the author of The Shadow. And this is a true story. He thought about his character so much that the character manifested into his home and a situation, a paranormal situation like that is called a tulpa. And the tulpa, the tulpa was used as a character, quote-unquote, in the 1994 movie. And his friends and family would actually, when they came to visit at his house, they say, hey, who is that guy that we keep on seeing, but then he vanishes? Uh, He's wearing a, a black fedora hat. He has a red scarf on. He has a long nose. Well, they're describing the shadow. The shadow would actually manifest in his home because the author, Walter B. Gibson, was thinking about it so much. There is that paranormal connection to the, the shadow. I used to hear Walter B. Gibson on the original Long John Nebel radio show. You know, that's the pioneer of paranormal radio. And oh, yeah. he'd be on every so often. He was also a magician and a really good talker. But he wrote over 300 of the Shadow novels using the pseudonym Maxwell Grant. Oh, okay. That I didn't know. Also, too, I want to mention is the author, Jose Farmer, who wrote Doc Savage and his apocalyptic life. He, Jose Farmer, discovered that many authors, when they would meet let's say, at a convention or whatever, they would discuss their characters. So let's say Walter B. Gibson was talking about the shadow and the person who created Doc Savage said, yeah, let's uh, make them cousins and see if the readers pick up on it. And all these different characters from Spider to different other characters, uh, I can't think of them right now, would all be connected. Uh, it would be like a, um, a family connection. Uh, somehow Lois Lane was connected to Tarzan. And they even, and Jose Farmer even wrote a book called Tarzan Alive, which he connected Tarzan with all these multitude of literary characters done by different authors who connected their characters by saying that they were related somehow. Well, you know, the Green Hornet was descended from the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, right. Exactly. Yeah. He was, you know, like three or four generations removed. And Jose Farmer actually said that in his book, that the uh, Green Hornet was related to the Lone Ranger. And uh, these authors were secretly doing this to see if the readers would pick up on it. And Jose Farmer was one of the ones that was reading all these different books and picked up on it and said, oh my God, these characters, Tarzan is related to Doc Savage, and on and on and on. And he picked up on it and wrote those books. You're referring here to Philip Jose Farmer. Yes, yes, yes. Philip Jose Farmer, correct. Right, and amongst the books he wrote were about... Tarzan, Duck, Savage, and things like that, where he would write, he had a story where Tarzan and Sherlock Holmes team up. Exactly. 
Exactly. Now, he didn't identify these characters necessarily in his books, except for rare occasions. A lot of times he put them under different names. So Mm -hmm. that I guess it'd be copyright. Right. We've got Paul and Gene and Tim, you're in. The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. No matter if supply lines are down, product deliveries are slow, and that most everything costs more these days, you still have neck and shoulder pain, right? Good news. Sunny Bay has new products that target neck and shoulder pain. Products that are in stock now, ready to ship anywhere now. Like our extra long neck heating pads. They provide soothing relief to painful sore necks and backs. You can heat them in a microwave oven and they come in a variety of colors and patterns. And for stress relief, get our lavender scented hands-free neck wraps. Or maybe you need one of our smaller lower back wraps. Great for seniors. Again, there's no shipping delays from Sunny Bay. Find our new products on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, and sunny-bay.com. Just search for Sunny Bay Neck Wraps. All our products are great for men or women, are reusable, and easy to clean. Remember, just search for Sunny Bay Neck Wraps. Order now because stock is high and shipping is fast from Sunny Bay. USA Radio News. The White House is encouraging people to be, quote, really careful when using period tracking apps and making online searches for reproductive care in states with stringent abortion restrictions. Jen Klain, director of White House Gender Policy. I I wouldn't say we're directing people, but I think people should be really careful about that. And one of the things that HHS did just last week was, as part of this website and also made public in other ways, is literal instructions, practical instructions of how to delete certain apps um, that are on your phone um, so that if you want to protect yourself, you have the ability to do that. 13 U.S. states have so-called trigger laws that would immediately ban abortion, and more states will ban or restrict abortions in the coming months. This is USA Radio News. President Biden signed an executive order aimed at protecting access to abortion. He was facing pressure from fellow Democrats to be more forceful on the subject after the Supreme Court ended a constitutional right to the procedure two weeks ago. The president blasted the court's decision and urged women and men to vote for pro-choice candidates in November. A man from Florida is being convicted for helping ISIS. A Florida man will spend 20 years in federal prison for attempting to provide material support to ISIS. The Justice Department announced Romeo Langhorn was sentenced in a case dating back to 2014. In his guilty plea, the 32-year-old man admitted to using social media accounts to voice his support for the terrorist group. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. This is USA Radio News. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Amazon customer, five stars. Honestly, this stuff works. Nick, easy to take capsules. For those who can't handle the liquid drops, easy to take Extendivite capsules do the same job. Karoka Fam, 
Works great. Like Extendivite very much. Seems to work as advertised. Thanks. Arlene, five stars. Love this product, Extendivite. Terry W., five stars. Can't say enough. Great product. Freya, five stars. I just ordered another. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hi, this is James Fox. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So interesting here about the paranormal and the reflections in pop culture, where they go back and forth. You know, like the Men in Black went to graphic comics to the movies, where Xavier stood still, went to contactee claims, all this stuff being so related. And the thing I always wonder when we look at UFOs particularly, how much of what we see is colored by pop culture, influenced by it? There are so many various TV shows and everything else. I mean, you even have a TV show on the CW called Roswell, New Mexico. So it, there is so much influence of the paranormal to various TV shows, movies, and everything else. In fact, people are so attracted to the paranormal, you have a numerous amount of ghost hunting shows. In fact, my wife and I, we work as location scouts for Northern California for uh, Discovery Plus uh, Ghost Adventures. So we've gotten them so many cases. We've been on the show once with them. So it's just amazing how People are so fascinated with the paranormal. Roswell, New Mexico, the CW series, was canceled after four seasons, just to let you know. I don't know how long the original one lasted, but that's an example. Another show highly influenced by the paranormal was Dark Skies from Bryce Sable. Bryce has been, of course, a semi-frequent guest on the Paracast, and that show was very much influenced by UFO lore. Absolutely. Uh, even if you look at some of your old TV shows from like The Outer Limits and stuff like that, uh, some of those episodes pertain to actual ufology. So, yeah. Now, of course, we consider X-Files being the preeminent one where it took all these legends of UFOs and strange creatures and filtered into a weekly TV series. I think, however, when they brought it back, it was on for nine seasons, they brought it back for two or three more, they really, really just destroyed the concept. I agree with that. I'm looking over the cast here of Dark Skies, the people who appeared in it. Eric Mm -hmm. Close, of course, was well-known for other shows, but one of the people who appeared, I think in a single episode, was Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan, of course, being seven of nine. Oh, seven of nine, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Here's the other pop culture thing about Jerry Ryan. Her first husband and her had, I guess, a supposed open or unusual marital relationship. So her husband is running for U.S. Senate in Illinois. 
against, and we'll tell you who against in a moment. And the scandal destroys the political career, and they pick somebody else, a talk show host. And he's roundly defeated by the Democratic candidate, Barack Obama. So in a very, very reverse fashion here, Jerry Ryan, seven of nine, may be partly responsible for the fact that Barack Obama became a U.S. senator and then president. Seven of nine. And by the way, Obama is not a Borg. (laughs) But this pop culture thing is so fascinating. You go back and forth and you wonder how much of our reality is influenced by that culture, by what we see in UFOs. You can find influences everywhere. And how does that reflect reality? Oh, yeah. Yes, there's so many influences there. Maybe you can suggest some more. You were saying, guys? Oh, I think Tim was saying something. Well, I I wanted to uh, ask uh, uh, Paul before we run out of time. Uh, and and this is this is getting off the topic of, of of pop cultures, but I find this story fascinating. Is uh, how you met your wife, and uh, this involves her her car. And you know what I'm talking about, Paul? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a fascinating uh, story. Well, what's kind of interesting? Okay, her car. There was a person that she dated, and he died. And he became attached to the car. So, uh, so his, his ghost became attached to the car. Right, right. His ghost became attached to the car. So she contacted HPI, and we did an investigation on her car and actually got some EVPs by her car. And, um, um, I wasn't dating her then, but I dated her after, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and before we knew it, we were married. But for some reason, that story blew up. It it got on the Daily Mail. It got into UPI, United Press International. Um, It was featured on Chelsea Lately, Um, and Perez Hilton um uh, mention it on the Hollywood gossip column. So I mean the whole thing went viral and to this day we don't really understand why it was so viral. Uh, it's just yeah the whole thing just blew up. Um I did want to mention this is something I forgot to talk about, but I wanted to mention it. Uh, in 1976 in Sacramento, California, I was living with uh, my ex-girlfriend. Her name was Helen Lang. And um, I was watching TV. I could tell you what I was watching. I was watching Dick Van Dyke's The Comic. And the TV went static mode. And Helen was screaming, and I asked her, I said, why are you screaming? And she says, 200 feet above my head was a hovering UFO. And 
when I went out there, I didn't see it, but this is what she claimed. I said, if you really saw a UFO, I said, I'm going to take you over to the sheriff's office and you can make a report. Well, we got there. They gave us an 800 number. That 800 number was J. Allen Hynek of the Chicago UFO Studies, wherever he was located at, at the time. Center for UFO Studies. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. So um, she uh, made her report. And then J. Allen Hynek actually called me. And he says, yeah, I would like to talk to Helen again. I go, who's this? And he goes, J. Allen Hynek. I go, wow, okay. And at the time, though, we had broken up. So I said, yeah, you can't talk to her because we broke up. And he says, well, do you know what the UFO looked like? Did you see it? And I said, no, I didn't see it. But I had her draw me a picture of it. He goes, great. He goes, can you send that drawing to me? Well, I sent the drawing to him. And then in the Sacramento Bee, come to find out on the night that she saw the UFO, two other people in Sacramento saw the same UFO. So she wasn't lying. She wasn't being deceitful. She actually saw the UFO because two other people saw the same UFO. And it was published. Uh, there was a newspaper article published in Sacramento Bee about what she saw. So that I got, you know, so when um, they did a TV series on Project Blue Book and they showed, you know, the actor playing J. Allen Hynek, I felt a definite connection because I actually talked to the man, this legend, over the phone. And uh, the guy was very thorough, J. Allen Hynek was very thorough and asking various questions about that UFO incident. We've got more to come with Gene and Tim and Paul. You're in the podcast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. 
Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-721-2477. 800-721-2477. That's 800-721-2477. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Did you know that you could easily be saving up to 90% on your taxes by simply making a phone call? That's right. The Fortune 500, the globalists, all the big billionaires and millionaires, they know about the loopholes written into the law where most of them pay almost zero tax. In fact, many of them pay no tax. You even see it on the news. How are they able to do that? But the common person can. So whether you're a school teacher, a lawyer, a scientist, a millionaire, a billionaire, or whether you're just a regular blue-collar worker, everybody should learn about the legal, lawful loopholes. And we've got an organization and a group that I am so proud to be working with, American Tax Solutions. GCN has a special deal with them to get you the best rates. And here's the most important part. They save you money and then get part of the savings. This is an absolute win-win solution. You've got to give them a call at 855-907-4841 or GCN Tax Cut. That's GCNTaxCut.com. The only way you miss out is not making the phone call. Make it now. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the podcast, The Gold Standard of Paranormal Radio. Dr. J. Allen Hynek, in the mid-1970s, I interviewed him. I wish I had the recording. He was always a gentleman. I also remember one time where he and I and the late Charles Berlitz, who wrote Bermuda Triangle, Philadelphia Experiment, and was co-author of the book on Roswell with William Moore, they met at a hotel room, which I set up for the two to meet, and the entire conversation was... Heineck asking Berlitz how to sell more books. True. (laughs) 
Do you ever explore any of that crazy stuff like Philadelphia Experiment? No, I wish I did. Um, I know I wrote an article about it. And what's really fascinating is how the sailors were infused into the ship and supposedly how it teleported from point A to point B and turned invisible. So that story is very fascinating. But um, when we went to Sonoma, they have a institution there was for the feeble-minded the Institution for the Feeble-Minded, and it, the legend has it that some of the survivors of the Philadelphia experiment stayed at this insane asylum in Sonoma. So if it's true, I mean, it was just, that's what the story is. So I don't know if they were... Some of the survivors were transported over there, but all indications, if you talk to the locals, they say they were. Well, the other thing is they have so many crazy legends about it. Like we got this character named Carl Allen, who called himself Carlos Allende, and he took a copy of the book, The Case for the UFOs from M.K. Jessup, and he did all these wacky annotations, and somebody in the military creates what they call the Vero edition, where they make a whole edition of the book, typewritten, duplicated, showing all the annotations. It made no sense to me ever. I'm going to take you off topic just a little bit. Have you guys ever heard of living ghosts? Not that Possibly, I recall. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> okay. When we do paranormal investigations, we also, too, look for living ghosts and I'll tell you what a living ghost is in 1974 in Chicago, Illinois one of the cases of a living ghost, this couple they move into this home and around about 2 o'clock 3 o'clock in the morning they would see this man manifest and he would walk over to the couch and a woman would manifest on the couch and he started striking her. He slapped her like three different times. And they saw this, these apparitions three, four occasions. And one day they went to a block party. And the host of the block party, he was saying, yeah, he goes, we do this every year. Here are some photo albums of our past events. Go ahead and check it out if you want. The woman starts looking through the photo album. And then all of a sudden, she sees a picture of this couple. And she goes, oh, my God. She goes, these are the ghosts in my house. And the host looks at the picture and goes, yeah, they did live in your house. They had a lot of domestic disputes. The police were there all the time. They finally got a divorce. He lives five blocks down the road, and she lives out of state. But they're both alive. So what happened is the residual energy that they produced in their violent act was imprinted into the atmosphere, and it replays itself over and over and over again. 
And that's the case of a living ghost. And we did a case over at Evangeline's, which is a costume shop. And on the third floor, back in the 70s, it was called Dio Mills. It was a disco nightclub. And yeah, in the 70s, I was dancing in Dio Mills. Sometimes, late at night, the employees are getting things ready for the next day. They hear, sometimes, disco music. They hear shuffling of feet. They hear people laughing. There was so much positive energy from back in the 70s at Deal Mills that it was implanted into or infused into the atmosphere and replaced itself. It could be negative energy or positive energy that replays itself over and over again. And that's the case of living ghosts. I could be a ghost at Evangeline's on the third floor when it was Dio Mills, and I'm still dancing up there and laughing or whatever. So I could be a part of that living ghost atmosphere. Leaving an after image. Yes, yes. We're going to wrap our main show up in a couple of moments, then we'll have Paul Dale Roberts back on After the Paracast for some more discussion. But in the meantime, all the stuff you've investigated, do you run into people sometimes who try to put one over on you? Oh, absolutely. We had one case where we do a paranormal investigation, and there was a little girl there, and she had her friends there. The reason why the mother called us for a paranormal investigation is to entertain her daughter. There was no ghost there. They just wanted to entertain the daughter. She could play with the equipment and stuff like that. They pulled one on us. But what about actually faking the event? Oh, yeah. We've had cases where people would actually fake the event and say, this is happening, this is happening. We find no evidence their statements are inconsistent. They said one thing happened, and then you asked them about a half hour later, and they said the other event happened, which doesn't coincide with what they originally said. Making it up as they go along. Exactly. Highly unfortunate. You think it's going to tell a good lie. You rehearse it first. Make sure the lie sustains right. itself for more than a quick visit. Maybe, of course, they think it's all a goof. That's where my investigative skills come in when I was working with CID, Criminal Investigation Division, just to see if this story is consistent. So, Paul, for those who want to learn more about what you do, where can they check you out? Very simple. I'm really out there, so they can just Google Paul Dale Roberts. They'll find my organization and everything else. Look up my organization or look up some of the investigations that we do. Uh, you can Google Paul Dale Roberts, or you can go to our website at www.cryptic916.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-C-916.com. Halo Paranormal Investigations. That number, does that signify anything? 916 is the area code of Sacramento, California. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, we'll check you out there. You can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. Also check out two hangouts or places or clubs for the Paracast on Facebook. 
We also offer branded merchandise for the show with the logos and everything, with the T-shirts and the caps, kind of like baseball caps with the Paracast on them and all other good stuff. Check out the Paracast.shop once again. That is the Paracast.shop. You also want to learn about the Paracast Plus, where we offer this show free of the network ads with better quality audio and the After the Paracast podcast, where we feature special interviews, extended interviews, and sometimes, as with our guest Paul Dale Roberts, where he hangs out for a little while longer for further uncensored discussion. Check out the Paracast Plus at theparacast.plus, theparacast.plus. We still are offering this deal. Use the coupon code UFO20, UFO20, to get five years subscription and a lifetime subscription, 20% off. Paul, thanks for joining us on the Paracast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Gene and Tim. And um, it was a great show. Featuring Gene Steinberg is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.